0: That one guy from Yu Gi Oh! who had the Castle of Dark Illusions.
1: Oh, yeah, that guy was stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was not a great episode.
1: It also didn't make any sense. That's like not how the card game works at all.
0: It's, I mean, it's Season 1 Yu Gi Oh! where you're allowed to attack the moon.
1: Season 1 Yu Gi Oh! is just like, we're not gonna make this replicable in the card game in any fashion. <laughs>
0: Hi, welcome to Our Beautiful Monster.
1: I'm Katie.
0: I'm Grayson.
1: (laughs) We like monsters. It just took a long, you paused a long time before you said your thing.
0: Oh, no, you you sort of, the internet sort of frongled what you were saying, so.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, how are you, Grayson? I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, you said you're in your new room.
0: Yeah, I uh, rearranged everything and got another desk in here, so I have, like, space to do things.
1: Hooray. Yeah. But the fact that you got another desk, does that mean you didn't actually clean anything up like you said you were going to?
0: No, I did. I just, I have one desk. Okay. I have a thin table that has my games and my TV and then a desk mm-hmm. that has my computer right now and nothing else.
1: That's cool. I don't have a desk.
0: It's unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Well, you know how I recorded my closet. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do.
1: Yeah, so my I have everything set on a, a moving box that I kept. Mm-hmm which is my desk, I guess. It's just a little, a little cardboard box that I'm sitting on the floor in the dark, yeah. because the sound the light makes is, no, is noisy.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I'm i hoping that this room is a little better for it, because uh, there's a lot of softer things, so they shouldn't get as much reverb. Yeah. In theory. Who knows? What's, uh, what's up with you?
1: I'm furious. Oh. Yeah. How come? Because I well I so it was kinda last minute I realized like I, I was like oh we're recording today and I realized it was my turn and I realized I didn't have any ideas. So I just thought for a minute about things that I like. And I was like, you know what we haven't talked about? Is like living slash haunted suits of armor. Okay. Do you know before this might ruin the episode, depending on your answers. Do you know where the idea of like a haunted suit of armor originally came from?
0: I would guess like Celtic myth.
1: See that's 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 the only possible one I have cuz so here's so I, I was like okay let's do haunted sushi armor so I google it I google a couple different alternatives there's no wikipedia page for it which I think is weird cuz I think it's a, not an, a new idea No
0: there's four in Dragon Quest
1: So there's no wikipedia page that I could find I tried a couple of different like living armor haunted armor ghost in armor ghost in armor did not work cuz apparently there's a ghost armor and ghost of Tsushima, so that's all it got me um, <laughs> okay I also tried maybe like this idea of like a poltergeist is what's behind like a haunted suit of armor. So I tried poltergeist armor and I guess there's a boss in a, some old video game that I've already forgotten the name of called Polter Armor, which is cool, I guess, but it yeah. didn't help me. No. But the the only thing I could find was there is a TV tropes page for like the idea of like a living armor. So I go there and I go down to like look for like mythology and literature sections, and the only mythology entry is the Irish Dullahan, which is sometimes a, a living suit of armor but i don't i don't know i don't think it counts because i think that it's more well known for being like a headless horseman type thing
0: yeah i always thought of it as a, a headless suit of armor to be fair
1: yeah yeah so i'm like well what about just a regular suit of armor like you go to like a ghost place and you like this haunted stuff and there's like a suit of armor and it hits you with its try to hit you with its axe
0: it's a pretty notable trope
1: yeah so where did the fuck do they come from who invented haunted armor grayson
0: Uh, that's Bram Stoker.
1: No. No. Absolutely not. But so then I'm like, okay, well, sometimes when there's no real old timey myth behind things, D&D invented it. So I looked and I could only find a 5E entry for animated armor. Yeah. Which I think is, is odd that it's not older for D&D. Like, and I found like a a 3.5 homebrew someone made. So obviously the concept existed.
0: Mm.
1: Like this can't be a new idea. I'm crying. (laughs) Who invented haunted armor?
0: That's that's a really good question.
1: Yeah. Also, Warforged do not count. Warforged are fantasy robots. That's not the same thing. Robots are not the same as living armor. That's true. Yeah. So I go looking, go back to TV tropes, looking like what other like older examples of this are there. Um. And so I found that there's a you know the haunted mansion Disney thing. mm Hmm. So there's a haunted suit of armor in that that like I assume tries to hit you with its axe or whatever. So that's 1969. So that's the oldest so far, but that can't be the first one, obviously. I don't think Disney invented a suit of armor that attacks you. No. Also, I I will say because it just came up in my search and it's relevant to me, there are there is haunted suit of armor bosses in the Tales series. The oldest one I could find was Tales of Eternia, which came out in 2003, I believe. Okay. But but who did it, who did this first? Where did this idea come from? It's in so many video games. Why can no one tell me where this idea came from?
0: Like a, like I said in Dragon Quest, there are two separate enemy types that are just suits of armor.
1: Yeah, and Castlevania definitely has, has haunted suits of armor too. Yeah, it's a very common idea.
0: Uh, do you, do you want me to make you even more mad? Yes. Uh, I'm going to tell you the names of the Dragon Quest armors. Okay. So your first type is your basic, he looks like a knight with a shield and sword, and his variants are- uh, The first one is called the Living Armor.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you have a, a Restless Armor. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you have a Lethal Armor. Uh-huh. uh The Lethal Armor's red. Uh, and then the strongest one is the Rose Garden.
1: <laughs> the Rose Garden?
0: Yeah, as in it's Garden Arose. Rose. <laughs> It is stupid.
1: But what's the other type?
0: Uh, So the other type starts with the knight errant, who's like a big one with an axe. Okay. Uh, And he turns into the uh, knight aberrant. Uh Uh-huh. And then into the knight abhorrent.
1: So it's just a bunch of puns.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how Dragon Quest is. That makes sense. There's an enemy who's a, like, gross-looking walrus man Mm -hmm. called the Tusketeer.
1: (laughs) Stupid. This doesn't really make me more angry because I'm already above a level of anger that puns would bring me to.
0: Oh, man. That's sad. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss.
1: But, like, so I'm like, like, this has to be a really old idea. This has to be almost as old as the idea of armor itself. Don't you think? Yeah. So why are there no records of this? Why has no one collected the lore?
0: That's a good question.
1: Anyway, Hmm. I I gave up. I searched so many alternatives to this. I tried to figure out like what, what the what the keywords that would give me some page would be like here's the history of this stuff and didn't work. So I said the oldest that I found at that point was the 1969 because 1969 is when the first ta- like the haunted mansion started so that's the oldest so far. But then on TV tropes I found in the radio section there was a radio drama read by Orson Welles, called by Archibald MacLeish called The Fall of the City. This was read in 1937 on the radio where the city is besieged by this army and then at the sort of towards the end the narrator finally notes there's no one, there's no one at all, no one the helmet is hollow, the metal is empty, the armor is empty I tell you there's no one at all in there there's only the metal, the barrel of metal the bundle of armor is empty and that's how I feel right now <laughs> but also I think it's a good place to give up because I think that's that's the point it isn't it's the horror of an empty suit of armor where you expect a person to be yeah. Yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna say Archibald McLeish invented and invented living armor because that's the furthest back I can find concrete records of it.
0: Well, okay. I have two. I have two thoughts. Okay. Did not last episode you talk about haunted suits of armor from ancient Japan?
1: Well, I couldn't. I didn't even try to look into because there's definitely haunted like samurai stuff too. But I I didn't even try to also look into that. Because I didn't have that much time And again, I'm sure that there's haunted suits of armor Going back to when they first had armor But I can't find concrete records of it
0: That's so weird
1: I know I I looked into haunted armor Because of the Okami stuff I talked about And I was like, well this has got to be a thing And I'm sure it is I'm sure there's some Ancient Japanese myth about this armor Running around trying to hit people But I couldn't find it Maybe Well, I didn't search for samurai armor, so maybe maybe that's the issue. Maybe I should have searched for that. Maybe Japan invented haunted armor, and then Western people's like, hey, what if our armor is haunted? But I don't think so. I'm sure they both individually invented it because it's an obvious idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah.
1: This is like the opposite of when I discovered that werewolves were like the oldest monster ever. Yeah. Yeah where I didn't think that they were going to go that far back, and they did. Whereas this, I think they should go further back, and as far as I could find proof of, I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, let's just let's just talk about some some ones that I do know about and know are real, and even if they aren't... It's, this, this was just me trying to do my normal history stuff that I like to do, the mythology history section. And then it was so fruitless that I, just, I, became, I was drawn into a fervor. And all of my other notes are just like things to talk about, and I didn't write any actual notes, but that's fine.
0: It's just like a research rage.
1: Yeah, at the bottom of my document, I did write who the fuck invented Facebook because that's how I felt. <laughs> that's how I feel. I feel like those texts that was who was it was Aaron had sent to Danny, right? Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt in this rage. I felt like Aaron being sleep deprived. And furious that he couldn't remember who invented Facebook, he couldn't remember who Mark Zuckerberg was.
0: <laughs> Trent Reznor did yeah. the soundtrack.
1: Yeah, oh, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> it's a classic. It is. Anyway, and <laughs> so so first I'm going to talk about the one the thing I like looked at like the like the list of things that I like, and that this is the one that made me think oh I should do this. Um, so I'm going to talk about uh, *Film Alchemist* yes yeah full metal alchemist
0: full metal alchemist thank you full metal alchemist
1: We've done that joke before, and I don't remember why. Oh, because we talked about (laughs) greed the first episode. (laughs)
0: Yeah. No, I don't think it was in that episode. I think we made that joke separately. Why
1: are we talking about Full of at any other time? There's not really any other monsters in Full of I I mean, other than the homunculi, which is what I talked about greed.
0: I don't think it was related. I think
1: it just happened. Okay. (laughs) That makes sense. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) I don't remember how much I talked about the... Actual premise of *Full Alchemist* when we when we talked about it properly in the first episode because that was years ago or a year I don't ago.
0: Think, I don't think we even said the word Elric.
1: I don't think we did either. <laughs> uh, so you know, I'm just gonna cover my bases because I don't know if I even mentioned the alchemy. I, I must have mentioned alchemy because that's the funky alchemy.
0: <laughs> Maybe. It's yeah, been a While I
1: don't know. Well, I mean, I, well, on the other hand, the, the word alchemist is in the name of the show. Uh, i'm
0: gonna go ahead and say full metal alchemist is one of the most well-known and popular animes of all time and we don't have to do a recap of it
1: yeah it's it's number one top rated anime on (laughs) my anime list so i i I like to cite that as proof that it's the best anime of all time full Brotherhood, specifically Fair. fair enough yeah so basically two brothers they do alchemy uh they did a uh, bad alchemy. You're not supposed to alchemy humans and they did it anyway. And one of the brothers lost his arm and, and the other brother just, just got full on eaten. And then the other uh, the arm brother, uh, that's the main character Edward. <laughs> this is the worst synopsis ever.
0: Yeah, like I said, I don't think we need to synopsis it. Well, Listen, I guess we, it do, just, we
1: do we we do it. I guess this is important. It's it's just it's standard procedure. Um yeah. so so the arm brother Edward, he uh, is Decides to he's gonna save his other his brother, uh, Alphonse, and so he gives up his leg, to um, alchemize Alphonse's soul into a suit of armor that was just sort of hanging around in the room. So then that's the premise of the show. You got one brother who's got a, a mechanical arm and leg, another brother's just a soul in a suit of armor. <laughs> but what's what's really charming about Alphonse, I think, is that so they're like they were like children when this happened. They were like I think like fourteen and 13, 14 maybe 12 i don't know 12 thir- 13 they're a year apart i don't i don't remember exactly how old they were but they were young um so alphonse still sounds like that like a little child but he's in this huge suit of armor it's kind of scary looking if you think about it
0: it's got a horn and like sharp looking teeth yeah and he's yeah. got
1: like like the, the glowing eyes and the, the shadows of the helmet
0: i'm just a, i'm just a flesh boy
1: yeah and it's, what's interesting is no one ever they, like, people just assume he's just a guy in a suit of armor, but they never question how his voice absolutely does not match the shape of the body that would be inside that armor.
0: Nope.
1: But it's fine. It's, 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 it's fiction. It's fine. But Halfons is actually not the only um, soul in a suit of armor in, in Film Alchemist. He's just the most prominent because he's one of the two main characters. Um, yeah. And I, and I don't remember the first anime that well. But I feel like they didn't get as much into the sort of horror aspects of being a disembodied soul in a suit of armor.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest, I never watched the original.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I haven't watched it in years. I tried to watch it again recently because just because it was on Netflix, like I'll, I'll just it'll be interesting to see it with a new lens. Because like back when I watched it before, I thought it was really good because I hadn't read the manga and I didn't know how wrong it was. <laughs> But so I tried to watch it and I couldn't because I kept being like, this isn't how it happened. No, this is wrong. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. And I was so frustrated that I had to stop. <laughs> but for, I'm for sure that the two in the fifth laboratory... Oh, I should say that it will be spoilers for Full Probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's at least one Full Alchemist spoiler. Yeah. Uh, Ed was a guy the whole time.
1: <laughs> what do you mean he was a guy though? As opposed to what? We... <laughs> What does that mean?
0: (laughs) He was Bruce Willis the whole time.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Anyway, so uh, they go. They go to this laboratory, the secret hidden laboratory. I'm going to talk over you and your stupid laughter, your bad joke, because it doesn't deserve this laughter, because it didn't even make sense. (laughs) For a while, that goes where someone puts the idea. It was, they go to the, the secret laboratory to go figure out evidence and clues and stuff, um, and they encounter these other dudes who are also souls that have been transmuted into suits of armor. And one of them, Barry, um, he puts. I think it was he. Yeah, he put the idea in, in Al's head. It's like, like, can you pr- do you know for sure that you really did have a body? What if like these are just fake memories that and you're you're just created thing, which is like a fair point. It's pretty haunting. Yeah. so It's like, cause like who knows what's possible with alchemy. If you can transmute a soul into a body, who knows who's to say you can't also like transmute fake memories. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then it is resolved because it, it's, it wasn't true, but it's just, it was an interesting thought to think about. Um, And then there, there was, uh, <laughs> the other suit of armor that Ed had to fight was, was interesting because it just, it's like this guy who's fighting Ed with the, the swords and stuff. Um, and then Ed cuts the head off. And then he's like, oh, you're the, you're like Al, oh, you're also a soul in the body. But then he's like, it's fine because he, he hit, got the head off. But then it's... Um, uh, there's actually t- two brothers in the suit of armor. And one's in the head and one's in the body, so it's like a trick. Mm. It was interesting. It was just interesting that they put two, 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 two souls in the armor and I don't, I, I, like, is this the one guy just having control of the head? I don't know. Anyway, it just, it was interesting. Um, But the other thing that I think is kind of horrifying about the, the soul in armor people in FN Filmogamous is, like, all that's keeping Al in that armor and also the other guys that were in the other armor is there's, like, a seal that's drawn on the inside of the armor. So Al's sort of, like, sort of on the back of the neck. But if that, the circle that he drew, if that got disrupted at all like smudged because it's just blood on on metal then it would it would just it's just done it's gone broken <laughs> it's pretty
0: pretty fragile existence
1: yeah you don't have to erase all of it just if you just disrupt the circle at all it ruins the alchemy mm. yeah and it's and we know this for sure because later in the series um so so i mentioned barry who's one of the other armor soul people and also serial killer um, despite that, he does become an ally of the sort of team for a while, which is interesting. He was an interesting character. So so he's with them. They are in another sort of secret place trying to get answers for stuff. Um, and then apparently the the bad people who were doing all this stuff also were putting other souls into other bodies. So, they ha- so there was some sort of golem that was Barry's original body with some other soul in it. Or maybe not even a soul because he didn't really talk or seem to have a lot of sentience. But, um, so they had to fight him and then uh, the be- armor berry, who's the one with the actual Barry's mind in it, gets all chopped up. And then, um, the body berry um, finds the, the part of armor that has like the seal on it and he's like touching it and like crying. Cause it's like, oh, he wants, that's his, he knows that's his soul and the, like the body knows that's the soul in his heart of hearts. And it was, it was just a touching, um, moment of like what it means to be. what what is a soul what's a body what's it mean to be alive and then but then he was like a dumb idiot and he smudged the seal and then then that Barry died that way but it was a cool scene Mm. summarized very incoherently by me (laughs) (laughs) please watch fiddleman alchemist I, I, i feel like i've been i've been carrying over the manic energy from my earlier rant
0: oh it's pretty manic i'll be honest with you
1: yeah where was i france Oh yeah, but then later, later on, I'm not I'm not done talking. I've got more more Alphonse body horror. So later on the series, like it seems like this this and again, it's the idea of like souls need to be in their bodies, and you can't just put a soul in other things. Human life is like special and sacred, and you can't and you can't bring someone back to life. Which is why I have a big issue with the the way the homunculi are done in the first series. But that's no, I'm not gonna get into that. But so the idea of like the seal is weakening because Al's been in this this suit of armor for so long. And it's, it's like the soul doesn't doesn't like it. it doesn't like the being to be metal. It wants to be in body. It wants to be in its body. It wants to be a flesh boy. Yeah. It wants to be is a flesh boy, and it needs. But it can't just be any flesh boy. You can't just human transmute Al a new body because it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So those parts, those points, when Al sort of checks out a bit, like he's just gone, for a bit, and he just sort of can't. He can't move. He's not like conscious, and he'll he goes and he sees like the um, truth gate place whatever and then he sees his, his his body there and which i think is interesting is like for some reason al's body is like all like not janked up but it's like really like he, like it, as if he hadn't been eating those whole all those years that he was not in his body and he's also like emaciated and it's like oh he needs to get his body back or it's just gonna like this waste away i mean he hasn't
0: been eating to be fair
1: no well, there's there's a, there's a theory that because like ed's sort of tied to soul because of alchemy that the reason why he hasn't been growing is because and why he's such a big appetite is because he's also eating to sustain to alphonse's body <laughs> i don't Fair know enough. if that was ever confirmed but i believe that's that's what people thought which doesn't fully yeah. make sense because later on the series uh, does actually start to grow mm. but i don't know anyway Al talks about how he can't like he starts to forget what things feel like or smell like or taste like he starts to forget, because it's been so long since he's done any of those things, and he misses it, And because he, he can't feel or taste in his armor body. It's pretty rough. Yeah, and he's like a child. Mm-hmm. He's having a rough time. His mom's dead. It's
0: a bad scene for the Elric boys.
1: Yeah, they had, they had a tough go of it. Mm. And of course, Ed has the horrible indignity of being voiced by Vic Mignogna. And being short. I just told you he doesn't <laughs> stay short. He g- in the first anime, I don't think he ever grows, but in the second anime, which is more accurate to the manga and just better, he does grow later in the series. And even he stops doing the braid; he just does his ponytail later. Mm. Yeah, It's a whole different look. He looks more like he starts to look like his dad, which is the other mm. issue I have with the first anime, where the Ed like his hates his dad for leaving the family, and then he's like, then in the first anime, he's just he is the bad guy. He's like the, exactly that. Like, but it's like Ed hated him, but not because he was evil because of other reasons so like it's making him like oh also he is evil it just seems kind of stupid whereas in the the manga and the second anime it's like yes he did leave the family but he had reasons and he's a complicated person and he's not perfect and he did some, some bad choices but he's also does love his family very much and i think it's a much more interesting character choice for both ed and also hohenheim mm. anyway this isn't an about living armor <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think full Malcolm's brotherhood is the best anime of all time and everyone should watch it yeah including Grayson who i know hasn't watched all of it
0: i've only watched the first season yeah i don't really watch anime i
1: don't i don't know how many episodes is the season in that
0: Uh i watch like the first 13 okay. 14. okay I
1: don't know. you should watch the rest of it yeah, or read maybe. the manga i don't know which you prefer
0: i don't really prefer either <laughs> cool. I, I read very few manga and i watch very little anime
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing, because it's done, so you just sit down for a little while, maybe like a week, parcel over a week, and just just consume it, and then it's done. It's not ongoing. See, that's
0: part of what I don't, I I don't like the reading things that are already done, because then they end and I have no more. Uh... I'm a complicated person, with my own goals and problems.
1: (laughs) Just (laughs) Just like Hohenheim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Anyway, the other the other interesting living armor that I want to talk about in particular is one that you're familiar with. I am? Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> what is it?
1: In dun- Dungeon Meshi or Delicious in Dungeon.
0: Oh yeah, that's my favorite manga.
1: Is it your favorite?
0: Yeah, I really like it.
1: It's really good. Um <laughs> To be
0: fair, my old favorite was Dragon Ball Z, so <laughs>
1: Which you're also reading right now.
0: I like Dragon Ball Z.
1: Yeah. Um, but we haven't talked about Dungeon Meshy. I'm just going to... The English title is Delicious in Dungeon, but I think that name is stupid, so I'm not going to use it.
0: It, it, it. it doesn't roll off the tongue very well.
1: No, and it's not even like a like a logical phrase. Nope. Anyway, Dungeon Meshy means dungeon meal, or dungeon food, but it sounds more pleasant. Anyway, so... We haven't talked about this on the show yet, which I think is interesting because it's very it's relevant really... to the show.
0: It's also just really good.
1: It is. So Dungeon Meshi is a manga by Ryoko Kui, um, which is about, it's it's kind of got sort of an isekai-type premise. Like, It's not an isekai, but it's sort of the premise of like a very game-like approach to fantasy, where there's this like dungeon that people go into, and there's levels, and there's like... You know, it's like revival spells and all that stuff, and it's like people are trying to get to the bottom of the dungeon, because whoever gets there gets to be the new king of the dungeon or whatever the heck, I don't remember. But so, this one party, a group of uh, friends, uh, wipes out fighting a dragon.
0: <laughs> friends in quotes there.
1: Yeah, well, some of them are friends. More friends than others. Anyway, they're, they're an adventuring party, and they get wiped out. Their cleric teleported them out So they didn't have any of their stuff or their money, and also she got presumably eaten by the dragon. So like we need to go save her, especially because she's the main character's sister. But they have no money.
0: (laughs) They don't have enough money to buy cheeky nuggets.
1: Yeah, exactly. They don't have money to buy food supplies. (laughs) (laughs) It's not about the armor or anything, it's about food, which means food's important. Food's important. Um, So then the main character, Elias, is like, I know what we'll do. We'll eat the monsters in the dungeon. And they're like, absolutely not. Messed <laughs> <Best laughs> up.
0: Um, there's there's a point where Marcelle so does not want to do that that she literally break dances.
1: Yeah, Marcel is, is not on board for eating monsters because they're gross. So two of their two of their party members just like we're like, I'm out, we're leaving. But then it leaves uh, Marcel and Chilchuk to go with Elias and like, you know what? Fine, we'll we'll. we'll maybe we'll do this and they go and they try to cook a like a slime or something and it's terrible it tastes terrible but then they meet a a dwarf named senshi who's lives in the dungeon and he's basically an expert at cooking monsters and eating them
0: which is a stroke of luck to be fair
1: yeah but yeah so they go on an adventure in the dungeon to go save their cleric and Lysa's sister whose name is suddenly escaping me feralyn feralyn yeah and it's so it's a fantasy adventure manga but also it's cooking manga that's
0: fantasy adventures and food are like my two favorite things
1: yeah and it's, it's really cool because sort of, there's a lot of detail put into, like, how I have to cook this monster because of, like it's got poison or it's magic or whatever. And it's, it's a really interesting sort of examination of what cooking would, would be like with magical creatures. Mm. And then there's some just really pretty, like, food illustrations.
0: Also some of the best expression work I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, the, it's just a really good manga and people should read it.
0: I always think of that shot.
1: Which one? <laughs> there's so many.
0: uh It's the shot of Lias with, like, carrots and celery sticking out of his armor going, Vegetables. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but what what's what I think is what really like it works is because there's so much effort into the world building and thoughts of like how you would cook these monsters and also what their biology is, and so and then in an interesting turn of turn of things. Um, they encounter a living armor, and so one of the driving factors of of this premise and why it works is because Leia secretly has always wanted to try to eat monsters. He wants to eat every monster. He's really <laughs> he's, into this idea. He's such a weirdo. I love lights. He looks like the most normy protagonist you can possibly be. He's just a, a blonde handsome man in suit in like armor he's like a warrior and he looks so normal but he's so absolutely not normal at all.
0: <laughs> he's such a like freak it's so good
1: But so they encounter living armor and he's like I want to eat that and like it's metal you can't eat it What is wrong with you but he's determined to figure out a way to eat the living armor
0: so so the reason he wants to live er, to eat living armor is living armor is the first thing that ever killed him
1: oh that's right yeah please so i guess he's determined to conquer it and eat it <laughs> yeah so they, there's a whole like thing where they try to catch living armor and the and then it turns out the reason the way that living armor works in dungeon meshi is it's not like a haunted armor it's a colony of mollus type creatures that inhabit the armor and move it around with their mollusk bodies so it's a living creature inside armor so technically it's not a haunted armor at all
0: no it's it the armor is like a shell they create
1: yeah it's basically like a snail shell but it's armor yeah and i just thought that it was a really cruel idea like it could have just been haunted armor there are ghosts in dungeon meshy there's lots of them (laughs) but no it was like no what if it was like a big snail
0: (laughs) yeah that's where he gets his sword.
1: All right. Yeah. So then, so they 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 eat those and they were they were good. Because they they always end up good. Because Senshi knows how to cook everything, even things that they haven't he hasn't encountered before. He figures it out. They always figured it out. Sometimes the plot the plot like complication isn't like a normal one. It's like how do we cook this monster? We just
0: <laughs> how do you cook uh, a a giant squid and make it tasty?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they figure out how to cook a ghost at some point. I don't know how they did it, but I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs>
0: So they use a ghost to make sorbet.
1: Oh, they don't right. actually cook a ghost. That's right, because it's
0: incorporeal. Yeah,
1: because it's mimic- uh, they do
0: eat coin bugs.
1: Yeah, what uh, was the? Was it them. like a? It wasn't actually a coin. It was a mimic. It was mimicking a coin.
0: Yeah, they're they're coin bugs. They're yeah. bugs that look like coins. Yeah, uh, they also eat a mimic at one point.
1: They do. It's so good. So that's that's another interesting take on living armor. It's a very unique take, but I think it's worth mentioning. And I I hope we will talk more about Dungeon Meshi on the show.
0: Uh, so you want you want to know a weird thing about Pius's sword?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I'm I know, but let's tell tell the listener. Although like, that was that was from the living armor. Yeah,
0: his sword is a like the mollusk of a living armor in a sword, mm-hmm. but also he named it uh, Kensuke.
1: Yeah, I remember.
0: Which which is you know it's like a pun on the word for sword. Yes. But it's also like a really really antiquated name.
1: Yeah. It's a, ve- it's a very old-timey Japanese name, which is weird, because lies is not Japanese. But it's basically, like, the word Ken can mean sword, and then Ske is just a common old-timey name ending. So just, like, sword boy.
0: Uh, it's, it, he named his sir- sword Sir Swordsley. Basically. Uh, and that's why I like lies a lot.
1: Yeah, but it, it's interesting, because it sort of has a sentience, and sometimes it, like, sort of helps, like, clues him into things. Like, hey, something's going on, I'm afraid. And he's like, oh, Kensuke's afraid.
0: Once or twice it, like, drags itself over to him so he can yeah. use it. Yeah. It's a good sword. It's a good sword. Anyway, read Dungeon Meshi.
1: Yeah, read Dungeon Meshi. Um, I guess so. I, the rest of my list is much more sparing. These are just the two that I really wanted to talk about a bit and sort of talk about the series of fronts people who go read them. So I guess the bad guys in Bionicle are technically living armor?
0: Well, they're robots.
1: Well, no. Apparently the Makuta, which I think are the bad guys, um, are just sort of like... They're incorporeal without the, like the bionicle stuff. I, huh. I only looked at it very briefly, but I was like I guess this bionicle—I guess Bionicle's living armor now. I just—I huh. just—I just wrote a bunch of like th- like just skimmed a bunch of stuff off TV tropes in, in like a, a a fur a furor a fervor no like F U R O R that's a word i think furor yeah furor okay that's what i said just not well i
0: don't think you're using it I, I don't think you're using that correctly i
1: think it's like a, it's like a furious fervor
0: uh an outbreak of public anger or excitement so okay. it's like a, a a commotion
1: yeah so i guess i can't i guess i can't have one myself although i i feel like i am
0: <laughs> here's some here's some synonyms according to google uh-huh. um you know an uproar a mm-hmm. disturbance yeah a hubbub, yeah. a fuss, yeah, a hurly-burly.
1: I'm, I'm making a hurly-burly for sure. I'm a, a one-woman one hurly-burly. I thought it was, thought it was an instrument. No, it's a
0: hurdy-gurdy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Castlevania, I mentioned it before, but it's, right, it's on my list here. I don't know, I've never played Castlevania. Spooky Castlevania. But I'm sure that they're there. I'm,
0: I believe it. I've played the first three hours of Symphony of the Night, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I fought a living armor.
1: There you go. It's gotta be like one of the more common things in Castlevania after like skeletons, skeleton,
0: and then like a werewolf. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, really,
0: vampires are just bosses. For so, generic enemies, bats. Yeah. I've had a lot of bats.
1: Seems annoying because I'm sure they fly around. And they're hard to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: That's why the axe is nice.
1: I guess you have like a chain thingy. Maybe that would be better to hit bats with. Y- you mean the whip? Yeah, that thing. I not Yeah, that. the
0: whip only goes straight. I mean, I've only played, like the whip I said, really goes Simply straight? Knight where you have a start. In Castlevania 1, mm-hmm. your whip only goes straight forward, and it has a delay. Mm-hmm. And there's a delay every time you jump, and your jump arc is always the same, and you can't edit it midair.
1: I know this is an older game, but this sounds stupid. Uh,
0: it's to make you actually scared of things that are happening.
1: I guess. It just makes me frustrated that I can't move in a way that's normal.
0: Well, yes, that's because we're used to real video games and not Castlevania fucking one.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Um, but no, that's why they have the axe, which you throw the axe up.
1: I just think that the whip should be the up weapon because it's you can swing it in directions.
0: The whip is just your regular weapon. Oh, okay. In later games, I think you can change it. That er- makes sense. But in Castlevania 1, your basic attack is the whip. And then you can get throwing daggers, holy water, all sorts of stuff. It
1: just seems like they might have just, well, given you a sword if it was going to go straight in one direction.
0: Yeah, but a whip is cool. Also, probably easier to animate.
1: Maybe. Next on my list, um, speaking of samurai haunted armor, there's a character in Darkstalkers called Bishamon, who is a haunted uh, <laughs> samurai armor.
0: No, I'm pretty sure that's a Digimon.
1: No. Well, it's Bishamon is just short for Ten, who I believe I mentioned Previously, I don't remember why, but I feel like I mentioned him. Mm. He's a god of war. Yeah, so they just named this him after that. I have never played Darkstalkers. I vaguely can remember what he looks like.
0: I have also never played Darkstalkers. He's
1: just a big samurai armor.
0: That's the one Morrigan's from, right? It is, yes. That's the limit of my Darkstalkers knowledge.
1: Darkstalkers has honestly some interesting monster designs. Sure. Like there's like a there's a well there's a werewolf there's a vampire there's a, a. fish man sort of like a amphibian man
0: like a a creature from the black lagoon
1: yeah he's like a green fish creature man yeah Yeah. um there's a frankenstein there's a they have the regular vampire but they also have a zhang shi who i guess is sort of like a zombie Hmm. zombie i i did say that i don't think they really like vampires but she's like she's got she's she's popular because she's got a titty window (laughs) like you do there's two succubuses there's like a demon guy. His hmm. design is interesting. Jetta. I don't... He's. It's very... It's almost bug-like, which I think is why it's interesting to me, because it's a more unique demon design than I've seen in the past.
0: Do they have a skeleton?
1: They don't have a skeleton. I don't... Wait, no, they do. Well, no, they have like a... They have a very skeletal zombie who's also a British punk rocker.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Well, that means Killer Instinct is better, because it does have a skeleton. It also has a fire-breathing velociraptor, so...
1: Yeah, but is it like anime? Because Dark Shockers is like no. anime <laughs> designs. That makes it better, obviously. Yeah. No. Also, nightmare from Soul Calibur.
0: I guess he is just living armor, huh?
1: Yeah, he's like a evil like the evil spirit of Soul Edge. Is basically like it's it's Siegfried, but I feel like at this point there's so little of Siegfried left in him. And there's there's like depending on the game, there's signs of nightmares. It's like just evil sentience inside of the armor.
0: And usually Siegfried is also there. So
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah. The Soul colour franchise lore is a bit.
0: Listen, if you're not Lizard Man, I don't really care.
1: Yeah, here is Warcraft. I didn't write anything down, but I'm I, I guess this Living Armor Warcraft.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's a RPG, I assume there's Living Armor.
1: Yeah, in. I just wrote down a bunch of like vague name RPGs that have Living Armor, and I'm like, why is there no why is there no answers for me? Legend Zelda.
0: Yeah, I guess the Phantoms are Living Armor.
1: Yeah, Le- Legacy of Kain. I don't know. I just wrote it down. Uh, fucking Kingdom Hearts. I guess there's Living Armor. It was on the page. I didn't read it but i guess they have living armor in kingdom hearts
0: do you want to know one of my least favorite living armors yes uh so it's from dragon's dogma
1: okay i did see that in my googling
0: the living armor has i think two health bars mm-hmm. that are not that aren't particularly big compared to other enemies of its like level yeah but the first health bar can only be taken out by physical attacks and the second health bar once the armor breaks off and it's just the fairies inside mm-hmm. can only be damaged by magic so if you're not playing a class that can do magic and melee you just have to hope your pawns are good enough to kill one of the faces
1: how good is the air and the pawns in Dragon dogma
0: not great
1: <laughs> I, I suspected that was gonna be the answer
0: so living armors are one of my least favorite things to fight
1: That makes sense. Well, just listen, just don't play a class that it can only do one or the other, then. Well,
0: there's only two classes that can do both.
1: How many classes are there in total? I think
0: there's 12.
1: Okay, because if it's like two out of five classes, then that's not that that unusual. But if it's only two out of 12 classes, that's pretty bad. So the
0: only two that can do melee and magic are Magic Archer and Mystic Knight.
1: Magic Archer is the worst class I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, it's magic with a CK, too. (laughs) No. So the magic archer uses magic bows, where yes. instead of firing arrows, you fire bolts of uh, magic. That's good. And then you get paired daggers for your main weapon.
1: <laughs> you can't just also shoot regular arrows?
0: Nope. You get magic arrows and daggers.
1: <laughs> oh, and they should just be called magic archer, then. They're not just an archer, they're also a dagger. Mm. I had a thought, Grayson. Yes? So would you say that in in some ways a mecha is like a suit of armor? <sighs>
0: Well, no, cuz we determined that robots aren't armor.
1: But but if if it if there, is it a robot if it can't do anything without a pilot moving it.
0: Is a car still a car if it can't do anything without someone moving it?
1: Well, a car is a vehicle. It's not yeah. a robot. I think a robot has to be able to do something on its own. Yeah. It has to be programmed. Because here's what I'm thinking. Here's what here's the right. thought I've had. is an Evangelion a living armor?
0: I don't know enough about Evangelion to dispute you. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I knew exactly that's where you were going with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. I'm just saying. Huh. I think about it,
1: because it's cause there's points where the Evangelion takes over. Because I think it's got like Shinji's mom's consciousness in it. I don't really remember. I don't respect Evangelion.
0: Something, something, absolute terror field.
1: Yeah, something like that. Point where sort of, I don't know Shinji like just like loses his spirit, or he's unable to pilot, and his, Evangelion just takes takes control and just and just eats it. It, e- it eats whatever they were fighting. I forget what it was, but it eats it. and It was messed up.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't like Evangelion. So no,
1: well here's my issue with Evangelion. It's really depressing. It was confusing, and maybe that's because I was fourteen, but I don't know. But then I know for sure that the last couple episodes were confusing because. It's notoriously the show ran out of budget because I guess what a guy was like siphoning money off the project to do other things, so they literally just didn't have any money. Then the fact that everyone just like went and just like I was like, no, it's like it's so art, it's like it's like high concept, it's complicated and and stuff. i was like, no, it's they ran out of money. <laughs> they ran out of money. Why are we pretending that this is good when they just they just they desperately did it because they didn't have any other choice didn't they? And then, it's pretty, you know it wasn't good, because then they had to go and make five movies to rewrite the plot of the plot of the ending. Yep. None of them make any sense, from what I understand. I've never watched them, but they sound confusing. Also, I saw, I saw, yeah. I had a recommended YouTube video the other day that was, uh, the title was, explaining the 37, uh, timelines of Evangelion. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and unsubscribed. How are there... There are thirty-seven
1: plotlines just like this. This show, and then that, which has one timeline as far as I'm aware, and then there's I think I want to say five or six movies. How, so there's like three or four different timelines per movie. Apparently, that doesn't. That's that's not good. That that's no good. That's, that's anyway. All I, that's all I have. Oh wait, I have another fun fact. Okay. This, now this is technically not *Loving Armor*, but it was. It was on the the TV tropes page. I think, um, and it was it was a startling fact, and I need to share it with everyone. Um, so here's the fact: so Leonardo da Vinci made a robot in 1495.
0: What a time for it to cut out! <laughs> what did you-, you led with Leonardo da Vinci, and then nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, what was this? what was the end of that sentence?
1: Well, I'll say it again, and you can find out. All right, I see. I thought you were just in a shock silence, but you just didn't hear me. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci made a robot in 1495.
0: What robot? You, uh, you know how you know I have anime rot brain?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it threw me off when you said he. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Thing. It wasn't discovered until the 1950s. So imagine, like, being a time when like robots sort of were a thing, and then finding this robot that Leonardo da Vinci made in the the 15th century.
0: Are you sure you're not confusing this with the plot of an episode of Futurama?
1: No i because t- well, so i'm like
0: pretty sure i'm like pretty sure this is a futurama episode it's where they real. find a robot made there by leonardo da vinci
1: it, is, it has a wikipedia page it says leonardo da vinci's a robot but hmm. but really it's, it's more of a, of a automaton but he basically he put me because it and the reason why i was on the living Hit is because he made it with a suit of armor and he basically put like structures inside of it so that it could move around all like on its own.
0: Did, was it just like on a big turnkey? What was it powered by? I
1: don't know. I didn't read it. It There's not that much information. And I don't have, the, I you know, I, I close Firefox when I record because so, it uses a lot of energy, mm. CPU, power, whatever, on my computer person.
0: Computer juice is yeah, what it's called.
1: I, I can link it to you. I can link it to you after we finish recording.
0: I would very much like to read that. It's a
1: completely wild statement. And also, I just like that it was on, it like they, it was lost to time for hundreds of years. Oof. Imagine being the nineteen fifties, like I don't know, archaeologist. I don't think it's archaeologist, but just like the I don't know, science guy.
0: I think that would be an anthropologist.
1: Oh yeah, probably. That's who it would be. Yeah, just being that guy who just found like There's a suit of armor here. This stuff inside of it, <laughs> and then realizing like, <sighs> Leonardo da Vinci made a fucking robot. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, no, I'm, I'm like a hundred percent sure that's. There's an episode of Futurama where they find a robot that was made by Da Vinci, and then they go to another planet.
1: They find Animatroni, who was a robot, and he didn't want them to find the secret, which was that she, uh, Leonardo da Vinci was actually from another planet, and he was, and he was still alive because he just went home. Yeah, they, they they flew there in like a it was like one of his like flying machines, but it was a spaceship, but it was like designed like a fly, like one of his flying machines.
0: <sighs> oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, how are we gonna rate living armors?
1: I mean, I think just the concept of living armor. Fair enough. It's a pretty general concept that's pretty consistent off, off, across most things. Other than dungeon meshy, it's pretty much just like an, a spirit of some kind or a ghost is inhabiting the armor.
0: Uh, yeah, so monstrousness.
1: Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a suit of armor. <laughs> it's, um,
0: it's animated, yeah. which g- gives it a few points.
1: It's humanoid in form.
0: but the, And there's some sort of... There's sort of a terror of there being nothing in the armor. Yeah. I We live in a world with robots, so that's not, like, too much... Anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so I'm gonna give it a two.
1: That's fair. I think I think a two is, is perfectly fair. Mm. Maybe a two point five. I would say. I'll give it to you.
0: Okay. That I meets mean, your episode, right? Yeah. Um.
1: Companionship.
0: Companionship. I mean,
1: yeah. I don't. Th- typically, they don't talk. Sometimes no. they do. Well, that's not
0: necessarily required.
1: Well, I just think it's hard to hang out with someone you can't communicate with. That's fair. And usually they, they usually they are they are monsters they are enemies.
0: But no if I met like a nice living armor, I would hang out with them.
1: Yeah but I mean you could say that about anything <laughs> if you met a nice version of it, you could hang out with it.
0: I guess that's fair.
1: I mean I feel like just they they, they, they probably hate hate you and your, your your flesh body they probably want it.
0: I don't they can't have my flesh. I'm using it
1: and I feel like even if they were like sentient and able to like talk and like maybe hang like I would always be worried that they were just like plotting and just fighting <laughs> their time. To get well, my maybe
0: body. you need to re-examine your living armor-based biases.
1: Oh well, babe. Hey, listen. I want to see their their birth certificate. Show me where they came from. <laughs> <laughs> Once they can tell me where they where they come from, then I maybe I will all exam, examine it. But I don't know what they're up to. I don't know their history. Uh, That's okay. All I'm I don't trust uh, them.
0: All right. I'm going to give them a three.
1: Okay, I'm. I'm gonna give him. I'll give him a two.
0: Okay, uh, handsomeness.
1: Yeah, I feel like you and I are gonna differ on this.
0: I do like a suit of armor. Yeah, but
1: I figured you would.
0: And, and you know, they love a man in uniform. Uh, but I don't know about just a, just a, a uniform.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you know what, I don't think a suit of armor is a uniform, because I think that generally they were typically unique to each knight. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Uh, but I do have a great appreciation for knights in concept. I just mm-hmm. think they look neat. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give them a three.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to go higher. No, because it's not
0: particularly... I mean, it doesn't really hit all my points, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not big. It's not scaly. Yeah. Doesn't fly. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. crow. Yeah.
1: I think I'd give him, I think I'd give him like a 2.5 or a 3, because they're usually pretty good looking suits of armor. Now, if it was Alphonse hmm. Elric from FMA, I'd give him a 6, because I like that he's, I like that it's a big, scary armor, but then it's got a cute boy voice. And that's, that's folks. He would also probably
0: have been our first 6 in companionship. Oh, absolutely. I'd hang out with Alphonse. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. He scored me like 0
0: Yeah. Well, one six six.
1: That's true. Let's be fair. Yeah. Yeah. But it
0: is, is is still a suit of armor and
1: listen, I I I have a vocabulary lesson for people. Um okay. so the, the the big scary suit of armor, but having a, a cute, cute little boy voice and personality. That's gap moe, folks.
0: <laughs> Hold on one second. Yeah. Can you say that word slower?
1: Well it's two words. Okay. Gap moe. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like you know Moe. It's yes. Like, cute things gatmoe is specifically the cuteness or charm found in someone acting in a way that's counter to their appearance or personality so like go like the way of the house husband is a lesson in gatmoe that whole series is based on gatmoe where he's a big scary yakuza dude but he likes to do he likes to do cute things and cook and take care of his wife and all that stuff
0: yeah okay
1: yeah it's, I, think it's a, I think it's a really useful term, and I use it, I th- think about it a lot.
0: I think about ducks a lot. Do you? Yeah. Why? They're neat.
1: I guess. I just like ducks. I don't trust them.
0: You don't trust anybody.
1: I trust Alphonse Elric.
0: Oh, just because you trust one suit of armor, you think you're never... I'm not finishing this joke. <laughs> it's not worth the breath. Uh, are you ready for my super good joke that I've been planning for a while? Yes. Katie, you got to the end of the podcast. Yeah. You did it! Yeah? Congratulations. Shut the fuck up. You did it.
1: You can't do the, the you can't do the congratulations with only one person. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
0: was good. <laughs> this is a good episode. <laughs>
1: oh, this episode has oh. energy to it.
0: For sure. I like the very chaotic episodes, especially yeah. when I don't have to edit them. Yeah,
1: it's, it's fine. <laughs> uh, How long were you planning that? Uh, since I talked about Evangelion. Uh, since we started talking about Ava, yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. I would say if you're confused by what just happened, watch Evangelion, but also don't watch Evangelion. <laughs> Maybe listen to Cruel Angel's Thesis. Yeah, that's a good song. Maybe just look up Congratulations Evangelion and the internet will tell you what it, what, it, what the reference is.
0: One of my... i My theory on Evangelion is that it has... Is, is the same as my theory on Friends. Which is what? The show's not actually that good, but the theme song's so good that people think the show is good.
1: I mean, I don't think that's the only reason people think Evangelion is good, but that's a fair point. Well, anyway. Anyway. Grayson, where where can people find us?
0: Uh, people can find us at OB cast on twitter mm-hmm. or they can email us at ourbeautifulmonster at gmail.com
1: that sounds good
0: uh katie what should people do when they're done listening to this
1: uh they should rate and review and subscribe to the podcast and tell other people that they like it and that they should listen to it also um uh no uh, yeah you're Chris, up Kristen. what are we talking about next time next week not not next week
0: i always say next week i've been doing this
1: since the do you <laughs>
0: yeah every single time
1: i never noticed <laughs>
0: Next week, we're going to talk about the black-footed ferret.
1: We're going to cut all of that. Bye. Bye.